sauce. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that. Here's Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Sauce. We are back in the studio, Sauce, and that intro gets me every time. Hair's standing up on the arms because uh, after these this many years, it's it's still amazing. This many years, Pez, and another studio to add to our collection. Uh, we were going through it in the pre-show. This is uh, studio number seven, I think, on the uh, floating desk that is the uh, Behind the Boundary Podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's wonderful. Just in the uh, the other room, we're not in the dining room this week, but uh, we do have a a few different things. Brand new desk. Well, uh, we, I do say floating desk, Pez, because I'm <laughs> looking around and there are a lot of screws on the floor, Pez, and this is a little bit shaky. Your uh, handsmanship on this uh, oh, this desk, a l- little bit shaky. Uh, that's a that's a good segue. Speaking about you know, your favourite thing, uh, Geelong Cats, a little bit shaky last week. Yeah, uh, well, well played, well played. Thank you, took them on. Uh, a little bit shaky, just like your drinking form, Pez, a little <laughs> bit shaky there as well. Uh, mate, back on the horse after a little while. How good was that, mate? And uh, <laughs> listeners might not know, but I didn't I didn't have a drop of alcohol for 10 or so weeks. And I was on sidelined on the bench with a foot injury. <laughs> kept, kept, kept that pretty quiet uh, on the podcast as well. And, That's uh, why you've been actually winning some of your bets. You've yeah. been sober. <laughs> and we've had a... Um, yeah, had a good uh, day, afternoon at the pub and everything oh. and uh, just that atmosphere at the pub when uh, the security guard makes you line up on the, on the opposite <laughs> side. Everyone else in front of us is walking straight through and he's like, nah, you boys, yeah, off to the side. I, we hadn't even had a drop of alcohol yet. No, nah, I mean, I had, but you, you <laughs> might not have. But uh, the old typical you know, younger blokes in their mid-30s, uh, uh, what, late 20s, and we might be a, be a little bit generous there, Pez, and uh, walking around. Oh, mid-20s a, for me, thanks. Yeah, we're sitting around on an afternoon, walking up to the pub, lets a group of maybe 10, 15 people in front of us and uh, makes us to line up on the side by ourselves behind the velvet rope and uh, gave us the old up and down looksy and straight through in the old mail exchange, except for your hat, Pez. Got to follow the rules. Got to take hat the hat off. off. So I took the hat off, went down the little escalators there at the Royal Exchange, and then I saw about a 100 uh, punters in there with... With a hat on, so I was thinking, all right, I'll just put my hat back on and then tap on the shoulder later on. Uh, get your hat off again. I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Exactly right, Pez. And punters, uh, exactly is that because uh, sitting around the TV, I don't know if you've been, anyone been to the the mail exchange? It is the one outside uh, the bottom of the steps at the old Southern Cross station there. And what an atmosphere as well. We were, there was two games. Well, there's one and a half games going on because the TV got turned off during <laughs> during one of them. The old Foxtel. Exactly right. Um, interesting. The Royal Exchange. They have a, a big wall of. Uh, TV yeah, source and they've TVs got there. Uh, so many of them. They've got different things going on, and they had uh, it's the NBA playoffs at the moment, and they had a, a regular season game on on tab, a little advert. Uh, yeah. Denver versus Memphis, I think it was. Uh, Denver were minus four and a half there at home, but yeah. Memphis plus four and a half. The game was due to start in three hours of there, so uh, <laughs> I was all over it, mate. I was all over Golden State. So two, m- still two months delayed. I don't know how long that TV's <laughs> been frozen there, but um, <laughs> probably the last time we're allowed to go have a drink at the pub, mate. The, the North game uh, got turned off and, and went there. And in your favourite place in Tasmania, if the North game gets turned off, geez, there'd be uh, bottles thrown. But uh, there was no backlash at all. No one even went up to just let anyone know. Uh, can we get the... It didn't, it didn't even get turned on. off though, Pez. It was the old uh, Foxtel, uh, you haven't touched the screen in a little while. And I think they were referring to North Melbourne. You haven't scored in a little while. Uh, we might uh, start the backwards count from 30 and give you some time. And But surely, no, it was it was put back on. Surely the Foxtel subscription can stop that at a surely, pub. Like someone, surely a you, staff you, member doesn't have to go and continue to keep pressing sh- the Foxtel. Surely right. you've got some settings there. Imagine if that happened on a game that actually mattered. That's the worst when I'm sitting there on the couch watching, uh, I don't know, six, seven seasons of The Office on, on Netflix <laughs> and it says, are you still watching? And it pauses my show and then I have to get up and find the remote. Yes, yeah, so settle, settle down Netflix, settle down uh, Fox footy. Don't judge me. I'm doing stuff today. I'm, I'm being proactive. Hey, settle down. It's a lazy Saturday. But speaking of lazy pairs, we uh, stayed all the way to the Richmond game because Hawthorne obviously clawed their way back in, the, in, the, in their game and... It was eventful things at the pub. We were sitting there waiting for the last sort of goals to see if we could we'd get one of our multis up pairs. And the bloke next to us, he, he was screaming at the TV too. He needed, uh, what was it? Uh, he needed Lynch for an extra goal because right. he had four. He needed Lynch for five. He's like, boys, I'm I, need, I need Lynch for five. I'm on, I'm on. And we were like, we're like, all right, oh, we'll we, cheer we, for we, you, we need the same thing. We need we need Bolton to kick a goal, and then we're on, and we're, we're having a and great start once, to the week. Once Bolton kicked his Boom, goal, up and about, we were like, all right, we're all over you, mate. Let's go. Let's get a Tom Lynch goal here, and then he didn't get it. Oh, and disappointing. Then, and then the bloke goes, it's all right, boys. I had Jack Higgins for four in the next <laughs> game anyway, and then the same multi. We're like, oh, geez, you could have told us, and we wouldn't have 
Wouldn't have barracked that hard for you. Wouldn't have barracked that hard. Wouldn't have looked that silly. But Pez, we, we made our way over to the the um to the what's it called? Marvel, Eddie had Telstra Dome, Colonial, uh, Telstra or Docklands, Marvel. Or, um, yeah, good to be back at the footy Pez. And you know, we looked at their seats. Boom, row fifteen. You little ripper. We walked down row fifteen. Oh, blocked off. Can't get to our row through the section we were there. They yeah, uh, had fenced, the brick wall there. Yeah, a bit fenced off. And that's um, <laughs> actually ridiculous, ridiculous a little bit. And I'm not going to do like my, uh, one of my rants or anything. No, no, but no on your sauce. ticket, when it says your aisle, some most of the time when I get it, I go down that aisle <laughs> and then I have to walk through the majority of the row yeah, to get to no. my seat on the other side. So if your seat is on that half of it, it should say that aisle on your ticket. So Marvel Stadium, whoever's in charge of that, get it right. Get it right, yeah. We need some of the Marvel stars there to actually do look at the allocations of seating pairs. But it was a great, uh, great game of football. It was good to be back. We had a good bar entrance. We had the toilets there for your small bladder. We're on the same sort of schedule there. We're in and out, in and out. But uh, oh, great, good to be back at the footy pairs. Oh, wonderful to be back at the footy. And um, we were heading in and out of the victory room at quarter time and half time because you could get a uh, beer in a glass. So grab a beer in the glass. Drink it pretty quickly. Uh, take a couple of travellers. So we were doing four at a time. So two each. Back to the seats uh, to go around there. And I'm I'm sure everyone around us in uh, wherever we were, aisle aisle eight or where, wherever we aisle were, eight, yeah, seat fifteen. They, they would have loved our commentary on the game and uh, the lady, the, the the lady we next to us. She was loving it, <laughs> loving it. Just uh, the the constant banter. So imagine that you know you're at the footy and then revisit the last six minutes we've had here. <laughs> Multiply that by four quarters of football and it was just constant and it was fueled with alcohol and pears. Oh, it was a great day. Oh, you just got to love it. And the, the third quarter was my favourite part when uh, St Kilda just uh, kicked away and it was just uh, great to watch. Arms in the air and, uh, yeah, Geelong just started. I don't know what was happening with them, but um, I well, we're not going to speak about it, but we had another... <laughs> Fantastic week on the punt as well, and uh, just flying through the season. And I had the max on the um, on the Saints sauce. You were on the Cats, no, just, like as you should be. As you and, should be. Um, yeah, yeah, I came out victorious. Go the Saints. It's about time that uh, in the uh, behind the boundary, the cheeky punt pod uh, cup that we have, the infamous sort of you versus me bet. So uh, it's good, good that you got one, Pez. Yeah, I in the whole time. I, actually, the I, I went back and checked. It is the first time St yeah. Kilda have beat Geelong, uh, but it isn't the first time that I've won a bet on St Kilda Geelong game because uh, I've tipped it right every single time. Geelong to win every other <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was a 50-50 slog, pairs, and it was a, a tale of two halves, and I'm sure we'll talk about it when we're going through our review, pairs. but, you know, well, there's no, probably no better way than to, to actually get into our review. Oh, do you know what? Let's do something before we do that. Let's get into one of our favourite segments. Uh, hashtag. Hashtag. Oh, geez, fun's over, Sauce. Let's get into the serious stuff. Straight to the Straight segment. To the Let's get into into the hashtag. And there's some serious, serious stories uh, happening this week, Sauce. And none bigger than the Essendon Footy Club for a multitude of reasons. But the reasons we're going to talk about is their on-field trouble, Sauce. On-field, off-field, we don't know what's happening. The media are all over them. Uh, Dyson Heppel's... You know, in sitting there trying to get Taekwondo training to do whatever he wants to do to deflect everything. And um, who was it? Dylan Shield. No heart. The, the Essendon Footy Club, no heart. Luke Parker was able to taunt Dylan Shield for, you know, being weak in a contest. Not once, not twice. He did about five or six times in the, in the one sitting and no Essendon player went up to remonstrate. And I think that tells you a lot about the Essendon Footy Club at the moment. I think what it actually tells you, Piz, is... Um the most thing it tells you is, is that's the only thing that saved Dylan Shield from actually getting dropped this week because his form on the field had definitely not been speaking it. But yeah, poor form on the Essendon Football Club. Hashtag tip truck because it is going down here. They are dumping a lot of rubbish on their pairs and it's a little bit of a, a play on words for the positive aspect of Essendon that we'll talk at the end, at the, you know, in the moment. But their season has spiraled. They've been one of the most disappointing sides. Uh, they've been tipped for the top six. Uh, Dyson Heppel was pulled on on the couch on um, AFL 360. You know, Brownie and Lions and Nick Rewalt, they were getting into him and, and hats off to him for actually sitting out there. He was copying criticism about the way he carried on, not carried on, about the way he invited so many people out for his 200 and then they had that performance. He had, you know, um, criticism about the way that they handled themselves in the field, not flying the flag. And I guess, Pez, in that situation, maybe they didn't see it, the Essendon players didn't see it. Someone needs to go over Luke Parker, and he, he actually has all right to do it because he's one of the, you know, most courageous blokes in the AFL, doesn't get talked to talked a lot about. You know, he's won, it, he's won the award twice. Joel Selwood like there, Pez. Yep, yep. Um, right. But, you know, someone needed to go over and fly the flag. 
show some heart at the moment, the Essendon Football Club. And it's actually not a big talking point for how bad they've performed and the effort that they're displaying every week. So hashtag tip truck because they are dumping a lot of rubbish. Oh, it's absolutely horrendous. And I feel for Essendon supporters at the moment. I I feel for, feel for them because everyone had them so high. They had Some of them had winning the premiership, top four, top six. Um, I had them 12th source. So uh, I, about right. I did have them to, to miss it. We'll see how that goes in the end. I, I think... I think I was about right, but they might finish a lot lower than that. Uh, but at least we had him outside of the finals there. But <sighs> Dylan Shield, he's already been dropped twice, but still played in those droppings. So did that have an impact or have anything to do? Uh, he got crucified for a photo he had smiling on the couch with his dog. He's still allowed to live his life. He's still allowed to do that. But when you are on the field, one thing you can do is you can run when you don't have the footy. You can chase and you can do that all day. When you are on that footy field, you're representing the jumper, you're representing the SM Footy Club. You can run against that. There have been witches' hats for, for periods of games this season, Source, and it, it just has not been uh, a joy to watch for any Essendon fan at all. Uh, I, I do feel for them, and I, I laugh at them at the start of the year, you know, when they're struggling and going really shit. But when Luke Parker does that, and no one bats no one. an eyelid, no one runs in, if that was my footy club, I am super embarrassed, footy on, head down, not wanting to talk footy for a very, very long time. Yeah, and, it's, you know, like Dyson Hepper was asked about a range of different things on, on, on the couch and, you know, specifically about that incident. He said some other stuff. He said, you know, you know, it's not something that I stand for, talking about, you know, going out there and having a sour look on your face, but it talked about, you know, I want to remain my authentic self, but... The, the authentic self and what you stand for needs to be your football club. It needs to be protecting your mates. And at the moment, from that footage, and, you know, we don't know how many of those blokes actually saw it, but for how much has been publicised, someone needed to go over there and fly the flag and, and you know, fly the the red and black bears. They're, they're a proud football club, and the rubbish that they served up in that incident is disgusting. And it's a it's an isolated incident, but it's a very important incident that we're speaking <sighs> about huge. here. And I guarantee if any local footy club around the area where anyone that's listening lives, uh, first, seconds, thirds, under-18s, whatever it might be, if someone did that from the opposition, there would be an all-in because people would be going at that person, trying to put him on the deck, uh, trying to do that. Don't worry about the fine. You you guys get paid, you know, 400-plus thousand and, and whatever per season. The, the money doesn't matter in the end. It's about what you stand up for. If Essendon started a, a melee there, Oh, all, all fine. The media are talking positively about yeah. them because they're like, you know what? They care. They're, they're going on here. They're doing a Brett Kirk. They care. Uh, I'll give you an example, Pez. Luke Hodge, while he's playing football, that happens. There's two sprays. There's two sprays happening. There's one at the Sydney Luke Parker and there's an all-in brawl. And then there is one in the locker room and he is absolutely ripping shreds through Dylan Shield about fighting for what they believe in. And they, that sort of, I don't want to say cowardly because, you know, there was an unlucky situation where the ball bounced and, you know, he was caught off guard. But he still gets a spray and that's leadership. And Dyson Heppel coming out and defending it, great. You know, I think he's been a really good captain for the club. He's a little bit of a, a fresh a fresh look at the way we normally see captains and the way that the, the young blokes are coming through. Maybe that's what they need. But they needed something more, and they, they need something more right now, and they need a hard shift. Otherwise, their, their season, which is already probably gone, is gone. Well, that's the thing. Hawthorne, from 2008 to 2016, Luke Parker's playing against them. He's not doing that to any player because he no. does that to any player. Fear. It's not just that, that brawl, that initial brawl. Every time Luke Parker goes for the ball in that next contest, See you later. the other person is going that much more harder, and they are going to absolutely hit the shit out of him. Once he kicks the ball, they're going to deck him. Everything is going to happen. And I don't care what anyone says about umpires protecting the players and stuff. That would have happened in those and eight seasons. Of and footage. it doesn't need to be dirty. It just It's just letting your presence know that, hey, that's what we stand for. We You're stand for each other. We sing the club song together. We win together. And at the moment, they don't seem together, Essendon. No, and uh, if you're not together, you're not going to win and uh, be a be a shit football club down the bottom and you haven't won a final since 2004, so we can keep that streak alive. How, how long can we go to? Uh, you're not making the finals this year. Uh, if you make the finals next year, that's still another, what, 400, 500 days to add to that uh, 6,500 or whatever it's at at the moment. I love it. Love the streak, Piers. You got a hashtag for us? Hashtag, I was right. 
Jeez, humble as well as always, <laughs> Piers. All right, on to some, some more positive thing. You know, I mean, it is positive because we're celebrating a person's opportunity to be able to play football and, you know, the opportunities that Essendon gave. And, you know, our good mate... Uh, Yeah, absolutely beautiful. We use we use that uh, a while back. We used to use it all the time. We got more use out of it there with the uh, with the old soundboard there. But uh, Tipper, uh, he has retired. He was a a joy to watch, uh, and uh, he probably only got an opportunity to play AFL football because of the drug saga and uh, how Essendon, you know, didn't have any players, and he he came in. He was playing VFL. He was uh, doing a lot of stuff in the community. And then he got to play. He got to be a fan favourite. The Essendon fans loved him. Every other club's fans loved him as well. Uh, he was a goal kicker. He was, he was fast-paced. And uh, it's Indigenous Round this week, Source. And uh, he goes out, retired, speaks in front of the boys. And you saw how much it meant to him in that little interview. And uh, it was just a joy to watch. Yeah, Pez, like he only played 126 games, only played over the last sort of six years, but he came when 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 the football club was in, in a horrible place and they needed a bright spark and they, they pick up this, you know, this this old, mature age sort of player who had a crack at AFL a couple of times and couldn't break through the ranks and absolute spark. He was known for his tackling pressure, he, his, you know, prowess around the ground and he was an absolute game changer and an absolute beast on the field and, and every single you know club would want him at theirs and they, and they hated seeing him stalk his prey in that forward line in that defensive 50. Boom, holding the ball and he'd get a little snap around the body most times and, and you'd love to see him and it, his interview, his exit interview that he sort of put up on, on um, the AFL website heartfelt, really, you know, they can hear the bloke who's really struggling, that he's losing a part of his life that he's worked so hard for, but it should be celebrated, not mourned. And, and you know, he's done a great job, uh, you know, building something fr- from nothing, really. And that's the message here. He has thought long and hard about this because if he didn't think long and hard source, he would have retired at the end of last year. He would have retired at the start of this season and, he, and he's waited all the way to around 10. He thought it was the, the best way to go out just before Indigenous round. He's not going to... Uh, get his get his head right, get his body right before the end of the season. He's not going to uh, do that to himself, and he's going to focus on himself and and, and get better. And uh, he'll he'll have a lot of mates there, the the staff, the players uh, for for a lifetime. And and I hope that the Essendon Footy Club uh, serve serve it well to him and actually come out and put an effort. I'm not saying they need to win; they just need to put out an effort. For Tipper. Yeah, definitely need to put up an effort, Pez. And it's, it probably has come as a bit of a godsend, depending on how they respond to it. Obviously, the criticism through the week. And oh, you know, they're, d- they're doing it through an absolute to. club legend. It's going to be dream. Well, not club legend, sorry. But like, I guess, you know, drug saga post legend. Because in the last six years, he's been one of those bright shining stars. He's a cult figure there, Waller. And, you know, it's in, it's not Indigenous round. What do they call it now, Pez? Uh, Sir, Sir Doug- Douglas Nichols. Yep. So they'll be wearing those jumpers that he's previously been involved in designing. He will be part of the festivities. It's dream time at the G. They need to respond. It couldn't have come at a better time for the Essendon Football Club if they respond. If they don't, Pez, we might have to have to do this segment again next week. Look, if, if there's videos oh, oh, oh. out on, on Monday of them being witches hats and, and not running the other way, uh, there'll be a lot in the, in the coaching thing. Whatever game plan Ben Rutten has and whatever he's working towards, if he thinks that that's going to continue to go, no, that's all out the window. It's all about running defensively and doing that the other way. Yeah, Pez. And, you know, another big story from the week, Pez. AFL came out yesterday. Massive, massive story. Clickbait galore. The AFL grand final is going to remain the exact same that has the last 50 years. Well, before that, I have got Herald Sun little notifications for the, for the headlines. But I'm not... Like, I don't pay for the thing, so I only get the headline. And it said, grand final time is changing. Yeah. And then two days later, grand final time is staying the same. Well, it's actually like, it's actually changed a little bit, Pez, because it was 2.40 start, and they've moved it to 2.30. So, Look, I don't know if you heard your facts <laughs> right or not, but it, it's not twilight. And my view on this, your view on this, I don't know what you think. Oh, hashtag thank God. We love afternoon footy Saturday at the G because grand final – you get with your mates, you have a tradition, you, you and then you just get on the beers and, and you want to do that as early as possible. If I have to wait till 5.40 or 6.40... No, I'm not watching the footy. I'm not going to be able to make it to the footy if my team's not in there. So I'm just uh, I'm just thankful and I just hope it happens. It's going to happen again next year. They're going to release something and the year. grand final is going to change. Year. Publicity, we speak about it. So maybe let's stop talking about it. AFL hashtag... 
Get your head. Pull your head out. Get your head. Get your, put your head. Get your, yeah. yeah. Stop thinking piss, about it. Hashtag. Off. Let's get into our next segment. One of the one of the good ones. Pairs the uh, the bet review. Soft review. It's no official review. How does it end? We don't know. They kind of lost, but they won as well. Now was that Bruce there? How do, how does it end? We don't know. <laughs> How does it end on behind the bound? With uh, Pez's bet slip, it ends in a win. <laughs> because what have we got? Nine rounds. That's eight out of nine profitable rounds. The one round that I lost, Sauce, it was round two. I was like minus 2% oh, in, you're not the, uh, in the ROI. No excuses here, Pez. No, no excuses. No, no. I'm, I'm just saying it wasn't Probably. a big loss. It wasn't like a, a Sauce uh, minus 142% loss. Hey, or hey, hey, hey. I'm oh, in the positive, Pez. I'm, no, the no, positive. No, no. I'm and, saying. And you know what? I went up this round. You went down. So don't start talking trash over there. Don't you be telling <laughs> the listeners that I went down. because. Sorry, I did you not go down overall in your ROI? No, a very good round and I won a lot more money. And, and what did you happen to your ROI? The for the ROI went, went down from, a little oh, bit. It went from 71 to 67. Yeah, Shit. Jesus. <laughs> After a forty percent ROI win, and I don't know if some listeners understand the ROI, but I didn't last week. <laughs> I was we, complaining to you. We aim, and this is in all seriousness, as a, as a long term better. Yep. If you aim for a ten percent ROI right. as in the positive, you are absolutely killing it. You are making money, and that's what you want because most punters that you know sports betting everyone takes on are, are losing punters. So if you win that ten percent, you make money. Source, we're a lot higher than ten percent. I mean, Pez, if you combine our, our ROIs, we're sitting at 97%. Oh, don't. Hey, overall, I'm sitting at 30.94% 30, 30. for the season, Pez. And uh, speaking of the last round, had a massive round, just shy of uh, 90%. So a nice little 89 for me for the round. And uh, let's get straight into it, Pez, and start not only talking numbers, but talking results there. Let's, let's start off with our Friday night bets. Yeah, no, Friday night bets. I had. Win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just going to go to Dicks, aren't you? No, I had the dogs uh, to win the second half, minus seven and a half and plus 28. And so, so I messaged you at halftime when the dogs were up by 34 points. Ooh. And I was sitting there going, I've picked the wrong half here. I've got them to win <laughs> the second half. But the Bulldogs were able to come out, win the second half by a goal or so. And. Uh, that, that bet saluted, so I was off to a flyer. Yeah, same with me, Pez. I had the over, and I looked like it was Western Bulldogs were going to get that on their own in the first half. I had the over. Western Bulldogs minus 7.5, the fixed one, and then the alternate plus 16.5. That was money for VBs, you, Pez. You had the max bet Some on. of the very best. Oh, some of the very best, and a sponsor tonight oh, as the well. Old, the old uh, sponsor there. There's a few, there's a few, <laughs> the old self-cheers. There's a few a few empties on the table, if you can't tell. But um, you had the max bet, and that was probably the easiest bet of the year. Any of us have done, really. Minus yeah, really. seven and a half was the only thing that you needed, and that was done in the first quarter. Yeah, it wasn't as easy on the second day, Pez. Uh, waited till the last 30 seconds and the last forward entry to salute this one. Of course, we're talking about the Richmond and the Shea Bolton, two or more goals. I had my bet return on that one, Pez. Free money, 85 bucks. Love it when you don't have to uh, put anything down. Yeah, excellent. I had Richmond to lead at three-quarter time to win the match and to win 1-39. to 39. And uh, what did they win by in the end? 23 points. That's you, you, nearly you struggled right, a little bit there. Nearly right in the middle. Hawthorne got it to within 10 with about two minutes to go. But um, was it J-Rock on Twitter? He uh, combined both our bets. He put 1-39. to 39. And what did he put on your bet? Uh, Shea Bolton, two or more goals. Ooh, he would have been sweating to the end, but he, he would, got it up. Yeah. Um, he would have been watching that for all the way from Canada, that is. So Air Canada would have been about three in the morning watching that. All what a way from, to celebrate with a couple of EBs. All the way from Canada. Just uh, some, um, some Mol advice. Maybe some Molson Lights. Some advice, J-Rock. Just uh, don't combine Sauce and Pez's bets. Just go Pez's and you'll you'll guarantee the win anyway. You know what you're saying, don't that? But like, uh, tick, tick, and let's get on to the next one. And you spoke about easy money, the Western Bulldogs, Pez. This was even easier. I had... Uh, Port Adelaide, 25 plus. Only a little little one to win a 25, uh, sorry, 20.50 return. Yep. Love it. Uh, yeah, $1.41 or whatever they were. But you little ripper. When it's free money like that, you take it. And, take uh, it and, I and keep adding up. I had, you know, it was, it was a little cheeky joke uh, last you. week. I just to you. get the, just to get North <laughs> in the first half and the, and the full-time line, which uh, didn't get up. No. Didn't get up, but uh, we were watching that and... Uh, it actually got turned off at the at the pub, as we said in the start. So yes, uh, the didn't matter. Still didn't like their performance either. Lost me ten bucks. That's all right. Speaking of a lost pairs, I didn't put any money down this one. It was a bonus bet from the week before, just so I could participate in our behind the boundary, uh, you know, cup there. And I did say wasn't confident, but hey. For the pod, you got to put it on and I'll take the loss. And the Cats probably should have got that done if I had gone with the blue bet one and put some money down. They were up at 12 by 12 at halftime. Would have well, got the win. I we both would have won. I went with blue bet. We joked I, about this. I, I did the uh, the max 50 and I said that to you at halftime. I said, if you yep. went with blue bet, you're up here. I'm not thinking that the Saints were going to come out and do that in the third quarter, but uh, $2.15 get at the max money 
Uh, you got to love that as well. Next game, Sydney versus Essers and Source. Uh, Lance Franklin to kick a goal before Peter Wright. Love at it. Three bucks. Great. Uh, we'll take it for a max bet of twenty dollars and one cent, and we'll triple our money. What a fun little bet to watch, though, Pet, as well. Great yep. little bet. I love the uh, innovation that they're running there with um, at, uh, what do they call Moneyline? Moneyball. Moneyball. Money I always call them Moneyline. I'm guessing think of the American line there. Speaking of something that I was watching all the way to the end, Pez, my cheeky in the Adelaide-Brisbane game. <sighs> Super unlucky in this one, Pez. I had a three-league same game multi. Cam Rayner to kick a goal in the first quarter. Oh, he did. Boom. Done. Brisbane to win head-to-head. Yep. Boom. Unfortunately, in the, in the last maybe two minutes, they went from 43 points up to 37. So I didn't get my Brisbane 40 plus for that cheeky pairs. So I have a bonus bet for that one pairs, but... No, you got a bet return. I got a bet return, sorry. <laughs> you always do that to you're me. So, you're so salty on the fact that you don't get bet returns. Oh, well, all right, we'll see what happens in the bet slip. But, um, we'll Remember, get... Pez, we must be using our own accounts. Oh, well, <laughs> when is that in the rules? Well, I don't have anyone else to do that, so uh, we've got <laughs> <From> now. <laughs> we've got Adelaide versus Brisbane. I had Brisbane to win. Brisbane minus 16 and a half, both got up. And I had them to win uh, every quarter, so wire to wire. And they were down uh, to Adelaide, and they had an opportunity uh, to get up, and they missed the goal there. So that was not good at all. No, not good at all. And speaking of not good pairs, I had my bonus bet. This one actually was a bonus bet on uh, Frio to get the job done at the line against the Suns. Disappointing from Frio playing away, but Gold Coast are building a little bit of a fortress up there in the, in the on the sunny coast. Yeah, they beat Carlton up there, who are sitting in the top four at the moment, and they're now they're Fremantle. Beating the Dockers, who you know have had an impressive start to the season, and I, I actually put out a, a max stake there of minus nine and a half, and I thought, you know what, I got a little uh, a better point than Source because he put it on a bit earlier. But uh, the line at two bucks, I thought, you know what, I'm sitting here on a Sunday. I just had a big win with the, with the Saints, and we had a big night the night before. I want to sit on the couch and watch something, and I, and I did that, and it wasn't any good. I also put them in my Ned's bonus multi along with uh, Giants minus four and a half, and both of those leagues didn't get up. As well. So my bonus from the last game gone as well. I steered cleared from the Giants and Blues game pairs, but I, we spoke about how we were leaning towards the Giants and how it was a strategic, uh, you know, sacking or firing or st- standing down. But the, the Blues too good. They are on a massive roll. And what people are not talking about, Sam Doherty. Wow. Wow. Sam Doherty, like absolutely amazing at the moment. He is killing it. Having a good season. Uh, oh. Kicking efficiency is quite high as well. So I, I had a same game multi for the Giants at $25. Uh, Giants minus 7.5, minus 3.5. And, and to win, they got they got 76 all or so in the in that third quarter. And then Carlton just kicked away. And Carlton were too good, even without Harry Mackay. So we'll see how they go tonight uh, for Sydney as well. We will, Pez. I steered cleared in the Western uh, Eagles. Western Eagles. West Coast Eagles. Melbourne game. And you know what? It went exactly how the bookies predicted. Exactly like the, it's going to go this week for North Melbourne. Same for me. How'd you go on your multi? Uh, I had five legs, Pez. Richmond, Port Adelaide, Geelong, Sydney and Fremantle. And I missed Fremantle and Geelong. So I escaped with a bonus bet there. Yep. Five legs. Only if you miss two, you That's get a correct. bonus bet. So you got a bonus bet for this week. My multi on tab, I won. I had Sydney, Brisbane and Richmond all to win, uh, $2.07 odds, so had the max and, and doubled up there. So for our round source, uh, 39% plus in the ROI. And for the season, uh, I'm plus 67.55%. So that's un, uncharted territory here. Yeah, and still, still a long way to go, Piers. Hopefully you can keep that form up. For round nine, I staked $180.01. That bloody money ball one cent thing kills me every week. 341 returned and three cents. 89, as I mentioned earlier, 0.43% ROI. For the season pairs, $1,501 staked and returned $1,965.46. An ROI for the season of 30.94%. And as you look, said, Piers, that's aiming for 10, that's... That's, that's uncharted territory as well, if I if I don't say. And people might look at that and say, "Source, you're having a bad season." But that's actually I'm having, that's I'm having an a amazing season. season. A bad season. If, if I had <laughs> if I had a thirty percent ROI, I'd be happy in sixty-seven and thirty. So uh, we get into round ten's bet slip, and this one is going to be even better. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Our bets with an opportunity about fifty meters out. I was with a mate, and um. We were getting, getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on, on Maxi, do you want do you want some as well? And I, I said... Oh, yes! 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 Oh, 
Oh, always good to get into the bet slip pairs. Let's get straight into those specials. Sinner takes a special and goes bang. And how's Finster this week with the, uh, the little video? I don't know how he found it. He found the original clip that is in our specials thing. Where's our, where's our specials thing? Sinner takes oh, a special and goes bang. At Behind the Bound on Twitter, he, he's put it out there. So... What we did? Maybe, the media manager? Maybe he's the media manager. There we go. Oh, oh there's a good The show's coming out. Well, you know what? This next thing would make it because it was retweeted uh, round 10 betting specials with Finster's video. So maybe he is the media manager. So Finster, we're calling you out. And maybe after that Essendon segment, he's not going to be the media manager <laughs> oh, anymore actually, as yeah. an Essendon fan. We might have a, a nasty tweet there, Pez. We might have our first, uh, first you, blocking. First firing. We, and, norm- uh, we normally get we normally get blocked by agencies, but we might have our first blocking. <laughs> we're gonna have to bet him for abuse. And we need a new intern, so uh, <laughs> message us, DM us, apply within at <laughs> behind the bound. But the round ten betting specials, uh, bet returns all matches this round on sports bet again. They just love it because you know what they've blocked everyone that wins uh, <laughs> from it, so that's all right. Uh, Ladbrokes uh, stayed the same this week. They got three plus. Lead. I'll, I'll do actually. Ladbrokes and Neds have stayed the same this week. Ah, yes, yes, yes. They've got the three-plus leg same game multi, one refund per day, $2 lines on Friday and Sunday games. Ladbrokes on its own has the AFL-NRL mega multi where the more legs you have, the more ones you can lose. And Neds have the early payout up 20-plus at halftime. Bet365 have the footy multi-bet offer where you can get more percentage on your thing. And and Derek on Twitter, Source, he's actually uh, DM'd us and like what we just said. Slipped into our DMs? The the early payout offer is still there, boys. It's uh, you just, if you click on a head-to-head, it's there with the early payout. So it's still there, but it's not on their promotions list. So it's sneaky by Bet365, but we'll have to add that back into the graphic next week. Uh, So thank you there, Derek. And, uh, He's come up with some more sauce, so we'll get to them at the end of our regular ones. But we've got the tab head-to-head special. We love it. Three plus legs, one fails. You get your bonus back. Love it. Uh, they've got their multi-special, which have had all season, but they've changed it in the previous weeks to four plus legs, which we don't like. And this one, the venue mode exclusive, which is very, very good if you can ever get it to work. Well, the venue mode one, just to clarify, Pez, is that any sort of where they've got tab facilities or is it the standalone tab ones? Look, I can go to a pub and get a tab machine. Does that count? Because I can never get it to work on my app. So go for a walk after this. You you need to to tell us this, but this is a really good one. I like this one as well. Like last week's uh, head-to-head shootout with the goals. This one is you choose a team head-to-head, max stake 50 bucks. So you choose Sydney or Carlton tonight and you get $2 per goal kicked by the team you bet on. Per per goal. So if you bet on Carlton and they kick 10 goals. It's 20 bucks. You get a twenty dollar bonus bet, for or, or is it in two dollar increments? How annoying oh, would that be? Yeah. <laughs> Next week, I've got uh, ten bets at two dollars, <laughs> all on the same one because I love it. Uh, but that's there for tab of venue mode if you can get that to Ooh, do I like, it. I like that one. Uh, Moneyball, they've got the same game multi offer and the AFL NRL multi offer. And uh, here on Twitter, at behind the bound, we had the PGA Championship top five uh, Aussie after two rounds. Max bet at ten dollars because there was no AFL outsource. I was confused what sort of podcast we were doing. Oh. That's why we had to do the Friday one pairs. I was a little bit uh, stuck with research. We are recording on Friday just before the Friday night yes. game. And uh, the, they have bought one out on the Friday source. So lucky we did that Perfect. because Lance Franklin to kick any of the first five goals tonight in the Carlton Sydney match is paying five bucks. Not bad. Not yeah. bad at all. Uh, max bet is ten dollars there, so ten dollars and one pairs. Ten dollars right. and one, you go from there. And our new favourite, Blue Bet, it, and this is all from from the fans. So fans at, pairs. at behind the bounce, helping so us out. They had the twelve plus points from round seven to nine, and they've they've extended it. They've gone from rounds ten to twelve. So Love 10, it. 11, 12, 12 plus at half time, you win. So if you bet on Geelong last week, source. Would have got a win. You would have got a win. So blue bet it is. They've got the multi-bonus. Bonus bet if your three-plus leg same game multi fails. So not four like tab, three-plus. So blue bet is the way to go there. And the footy multi offer, you have to have a four-plus leg AFL multi, which is pretty easy to do this round with a lot of short favorites. Uh, So you might go there. And they've got tonight Cripps and Mills, Patrick Cripps and Callum Mills to combine for 60 disposals is $2.50. So I don't like those ones that they do at blue bet personally. Uh, uh, those, those sort of ones, those little, what do they call them, like team specials or player specials? Yeah, so they've gone, they just have to do both teams. It shouldn't be 60, it should be 50. Yeah. And, and, and then same price, and then you're probably there. And my favourite betting agency, Picklebet, they do the same thing, Pez. Uh, Geelong to win, and Cameron and Hawkins both to kick three goals. Four bucks, you jump on sports bet, three legs, same game multi. That gives you odds of 375 with some insurance. 
Take that one if you believe that. Shea Bolton to score three or more goals and Richmond to win by 25 plus 425. Ooh, Don't love time that with one either. Essendon response? Probably the best one out of a lot of them. Brisbane to win by 25 plus and Cam Rayner to kick two or more goals, 375. That is the pickle bet specials. And that's probably the closest one you get. He's been going well, the young man. Has uh, been, has been. But Derek gave us some more sauce. And, oh, uh, sorry to cut you off. Jeez, oh, he's gone uh, Palmer bet to a three plus leg multi. Jesus. Same game multi. Multi, three-leg multi, head-to-head. Yeah. One fails, you get a bonus back. So Palmer bet as, as well as well. tab. So you you can go over there. Never, he's also given me this one. I've never heard of it. Punt one, two, three. Oh, yeah. Easy what, as. Is what it's called. <laughs> uh, Friday night AFL games. If your team loses by under six and a half points, we'll give you your stake back up to $50 in bonus bets. Oh, I don't mind that one either. That's not bad. Not That'd bad. be perfect for tonight's Clash Pairs because it is a close one, but... I feel like they're getting a bit ridiculous with all the betting agencies. Oh, there's so many of them, isn't there? And uh, one more from Punt. One, oh, two, still three. got more, sorry. During any AFL game this Jesus. season, if your team is leading at halftime and loses, we'll match your bet oh. up to 50 in bonus bet. Not by 12 plus. If they're leading at halftime. That's the old sports bets. No, they know they used to pay out. Uh, sports bet paid out at quarter time. Uh, once upon a time, that was uh, a very good season for the pocket. Some of the and, more uh, profitable ones. Let's uh, see this house. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, it's thank you. Looking at bet. looking at the the plain walls of the studio <laughs> and uh, all the unfortunate screws on the floor. But that's yeah, why I'm banned, source. That's why you are banned, pairs. And, and speaking of bands, this game is going to definitely feature in both our bets, pairs. Because what it is, it is going to be an absolute cracker. It's the game of the round. It is Sydney taking on Carlton. At Marvel Stadium, pairs 7.50, Friday night start. We love the Friday night blockbuster. Would have loved it more if there was a game on the Thursday, but we will live with it, pairs. Carlton come in as outsiders. This has fluctuated all through the week with the release of teams. $2 outsiders are they. Sydney Swans, $1.80 favourites. The line is minus 2.5 in favour of the Swans. The over under, 173.5 pairs. What a big game for a Friday night. Uh, it's massive, and it's the game of the round. And uh, I spoke a little bit about it before with the, the short odds in the rest of the round source. Uh, there's not a lot out there uh, for punters this week. So you need to you know, choose your spots wisely. And, and you need know, to make sure you snag this one. And know where you want to go. And, and this is the game where you want to try and make some money. And I've gone uh, straight up, I think, without Harry Mackay, I know they were able to do it last week against GWS. But GWS have been poor. I know I'll bet on GWS last week's source as well, but they've been poor this season. They didn't play Flea on Cameron. They didn't care about his last game. Uh, Sydney Swans are a much stronger outfit. They have a better uh, forward line. They've got a good midfield. Uh, Luke Parker's been in the media. They're going to continue to go. Josh Kennedy's been playing well since he was the sub down in Tasmania. And I just think Sydney uh, can get over the line against Carlton. Carlton, top four. They've got a lot to prove. But without Harry Mackay in that structure, I still think it is going to affect them. So I've gone head-to-head at Blue Bet, Sydney, uh, 50 bucks max stake, $1.74. If they're up by 12 plus at half time, I get paid out anyway. I would have gone punt one, two, three, but uh, Derek messaged us just uh, just before and I wasn't able to sign up in time on punt one, two, three. Yeah, and you better get in quick with those odds pairs. I just checked Blue Bet then. $2.20, the Carlton Blues are outsiders. dollar sixty eight. Sydney have come They've gone into. in, They've and I just really put that bet on in. today. Wow. So you need to quickly act fast, Pez. It's a, bit, a little bit selfish, you putting out bets that uh, oh, the punters can't jump on there, what does every week. <laughs> every, every single week. Uh, Pet, I've gone with uh, the Moneyball special. Lance Franklin to kick any of the first five goals of the match. As you said, without Harry Mackay there, I think the Swans get this done. I've put the max bet of $10 and one cent on it. And I've also put a second bet down, Pez, because uh, in preparation for the show, I didn't think that the Moneyball were going to put one out. You can't pass up gold, though. So I've gone a three-leg same-game multi. And basically what I'm asking for is Sydney to win between 1 and 24. I think it'll be pretty close. I don't think they'll blow on them out. I think Marvel really suits the Swans, that fast deck. I've gone Sydney minus 1.5, Sydney plus 24.5, and Sydney 1 to 24 margin pairs. So love that bet there, pairs. Oh, so you've broken the rules and you've gone two bets in the one match? As I said, I had this one ready to go, pairs. Cheeky! A little bit cheeky. I've gone the, no. land, I've gone the Lance Franklin hey. one as well. Hey. Get the two bets in there. That's Why not your cheeky, is it? Uh, it, I'll just press the cheeky button, you know. Cheeky! That's mine then as well. Put a has- <laughs> hashtag cheeky and we'll go from there. We will go from there. Just for the odds for that one, I had 25 on that pairs at $3.30. So come on the Swans tonight. And uh, pairs, a couple of VBs watching the footy on the big screen. Cannot wait. Oh, there it is, the double tink. Eight, the right. big screen. Oh, very big screen. 85 inch. It's a, it's oh, a good one. Thank you, one? Sportsbet. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the unofficial sponsors of the show that yeah. we're banned from. All right, let's get into the Saturday clash at Alphabet Stadium. Geelong taking on Port Adelaide. Geelong heavy favourites, $1.38. Port Adelaide, two ninety eight after their bounce back start from the season. Minus 15.5 is the line, over under 159.5 pairs. Port Adelaide, they keep the streak alive. Um, oh, in, in my eyes, I don't care. I don't care <laughs> who wins and what happens. Uh, because I've gone very, very differently to any of the bets that I've ever put out on behind the boundary podcast here. And uh, I was tossing You're up a, loser, are you? a few different things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was tossing up between a few different things. But I've gone with Ladbrokes and you can get one uh, refund per day for, for the thing. I've gone alternate points under 180.5. So under 180.5 because I don't think there's going to be a really high scoring game uh, down there at GMHBA. But I do think it's going to be over 130, which is why I've gone alternate points over 130. Course, yeah. So it's going to be in between that 50-point buffer. And then I've gone first quarter. I think it's going to be tight, contested. There's going to be a lot of energy. You know, the, the players, they're not fatigued or anything. Under 39.5 points in that first quarter as a total. So all total bets there, Source, which I've never done before. Max stake of 50 at $3.02 odds. Like that one, Pez. Like that one a lot. Uh, I've gone um, something that I haven't done before on this one, and I only just oh. found this market. And I love it, Pez. And I've been looking for it. Sportsbet used to have it, and I found it on Tab. I've got my uh, bonus stake from last week from the multi, the $50. I've gone any Geelong player to kick five or more goals at odds of $2.10. Love that. It's happened four times this year between Cameron and Hawkins, and when you know they haven't actually kicked the five, they've gotten pretty close, so I don't mind that. Max 50 bonus stake. Stengel. I don't care. Single for five. Gary Rowan, is he back? Zach Dewey. Is he back? Holmes. Who? Gary Rowan. Is uh, he back yet? No, I think they're going to put him through the, oh, the VFL the one more week. Oh, uh, good old Chucky, mate. He'll get he'll get his uh, so turn I think eventually. I think you've got Jeremy Cameron and Hawkins as a realistic opportunity to kick five there against... They're, they're probably against your best two. I mean, if you look at their last track record, Hawkins kicked four last week. Before was Cameron with five. Before that was seven with... Uh, Cameron, before that was three each apiece, five with Hawkins, six with Cameron, and before that was four with Hawkins. So I'm in a pretty good spot there. I think that they can uh, get that job done, obviously. Yeah, leave sources bet there. Tail along with Pez there on that uh, totals bet. That was a little bit mean. That'd be good. All right, cool. Let's just keep pushing. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the Western Bulldogs taking on the Gold Coast, Pez. This game is played at Marvel Stadium on uh, the 145 time slot. So... AFL, got it right with the Friday night blockbuster, but the exact same time as Ooh. the geelong Porto Adelaide game. You think that you think they just get this right? How can we still be screwing this up? And I know we, we talk about this every week. Even even do it half an hour later so I can... No, no, no. no, no, no. Just, there is enough time in the weekend to put a staggered start so that you can just sit on your couch. Foxtel can judge you every four hours. I don't want to move from my couch. Grab my slab, sit there, Uber eats it, game to game to game to game. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. It's not that hard. It re- piss. Am I being unreasonable? Well, that's just what I was saying. Even half an hour will give me five minutes of quarter time to watch the other game at least. But like, it's, it's not just, that hard though. It really please, isn't. Please, please. They did it with the festival of footy. They can do it with just a regular weekend. And sometimes they do. They they tease us sometimes. Right. And they give us the, the back to back to back. Intern to must back. be working this week. The intern must be working this well, week. What's going on? Well, because that's the intern at the AFL must be working oh, this well, week with this rubbish scheduling. Piss off, AFL. All right, let's get into the doggies taking on the Gold Coast Suns, as I said, at Marvel Stadium. $1.40 favourites are the doggies. $2.90 outsiders, the Suns. Minus 16.5 is the line. Over 155.5. Pez, it's a a big game for both teams here. Yeah, yeah, massive game. And the Gold Coast Suns have been impressive at home. Not so impressive away. And I think the Bulldogs have had a really poor start to the season in terms of win-loss. Uh, but their midfield is very, very strong. And on this deck at Marvel, that's where they play their best footy source. Against the travelling Gold Coast Suns, I think the dogs get this done very, very easily. And that's why I've put together a three-league same-game multi with Neds, uh, one refund per day. So I've done one Lads, and now I've done one Neds on the Saturday. Bulldogs alternate line, plus 19.5. I think that will get up. Uh, halftime, full-time. Bulldogs to lead at halftime. Bulldogs to lead at full-time. Uh, I've, I've played around with the... You know, the wire-to-wire, quarter-time and things. And I don't think that's been very, very good for the, for the season. So the wire-to-wire, I'm going to, you know, steer clear from it for a little bit. And I've got Aaron Norton, two-plus goals. I, I like the odds in this game at Marvel Stadium under the roof for the two-plus goals. 
I, I complained about the odds last week because Aaron Aaron Norton was like down at a dollar twenty four or something, and I can't remember what he was, but he was nearing a dollar thirty five or or so. So I, I do like that a lot better. Those three together, two dollars eighteen with the boost, and the boost does give you the bonus. I'll put the max fifty on it because I, I believe in the Bulldogs against the Gold Coast Suns. Okay, Pez, that's a, a different bet, as you said, a little bit here, a little bit there. You don't like the wider wider anymore because you're right, it hasn't really been favourable this year. There's been a lot of teams that are hanging in games longer. The competition has sort of evened out, except for obviously the, the front runners in Melbourne. I've gone something different this round, Pez. As I said, I'm trialling something a little bit different. Got a few little bonus bets that I'm playing with. I've got my bonus bet from uh from last Sunday, Pez. That's <laughs> remember last week how you said I had it on and I didn't put it on and Okay. So I've put it on. Took Miller to get the most disposals in group one. Paying, I think he's paying about three forty himself, and then I've gone. Took Miller to get twenty five or more disposals, and took Miller to get thirty or more disposals. He's up against McRae. McRae's the favourite at two something, but but I think he can get it done. He, Is that in the same bet? Yeah, all in the same one. Is that a bonus? It's a bonus, yeah, so it doesn't matter. There's no no bonus best fail. Oh, this is going to be painful for you if Took Miller gets the most disposals on 29 because you'll lose that bet. Yeah, I will, but it gives me a little <laughs> bit extra 10 cents. Uh, yeah, geez, that will be really, really harsh. But, you know, Pez, if that's going to happen, I might no, do my cash get, out. If he gets the most disposals, he's, 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 <laughs> he's getting, getting He's getting 30, all right. I just think that uh, the Bulldogs, whilst they do collect the pill a lot, uh, they definitely give it away just as much. So $25 bonus bet, Pez. It was one of those ones I forgot I had there. I thought I'd have a cheeky play. I hate the Bulldogs, so it gives me a way to watch the Bulldogs and cheer for the Gold Coast. Look, Took Miller, he knows where to get the footy. He knows, oh, he where, knows where to go, it. and he On can use it, use it very, very well as well. The next game, North Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne. All right, there's not much to talk about this, Pez. Uh, the odds since last time we spoke, originally they were at $21, you said before. Oh, North Melbourne were $21. What what agency was that though, Pez? Sportsbet's been a little bit kinder. That was Sportsbet. Oh, well, they've come in heaps. They're at $15 now. Wow. That was... um. They Mel- Melbourne's still a dollar one though. <laughs> How's that work? That doesn't make any sense. No sense it? at all. Unless they're a dollar one point. Zero, oh, zero, they're zero. not, but the line has come in. So the line is at minus 65 and a half. It opened at 69 and a half. Very nice. Oh, very good. Over 166 and a half is the total game points. Melbourne. Is that the intern there going, I have no idea. I think Melbourne kicked the shit out of North, but I don't know the line. I just need a big number. Let's go 69. Let's do it, Pez. Uh, that's probably the only thing I can can work out. The intern's thinking uh, probably a teenage, what, 17, 18-year-old bloke, maybe a girl. He's just gone the older 69. <laughs> very nice. With with no, um, not good odds for goal kickers, not good odds for disposals. There's nothing for me here. I'm steering clear. There actually is something good for goal kickers, Pez. Christian Petrarca. He's been up and about this year. Do you know he's kicked, I think it's nine goals. Seven, a lot of behinds. Nine goals, 17. Yeah, there you go. And uh, I think I think he actually he uses this game to sort of solidify himself into that Brownlow race. He's already up there a little bit. You know, we always got the the year after effect, and Cripps definitely is the front runner. But they do understand if they get three votes against North Melbourne, it's it only it. counts as one. That's no, worth six. <laughs> what? Why not? Well, we, we, I only say that because Geelong played them twice. I've gone something different, Pez, in this one, and I've done something. I don't know if it's it's a little bit cheeky. Or something different in every game. I've gone two bets in the one game. I've gone Christian Pataka to get two or more goals. I think this is absolute ripping odds. Dollar eighty they give you two bucks. They gave you two bucks. I, I, I whacked the max fifty on that, Pez. Two bucks, and then I've gone twenty five on him to get three goals at four dollars forty. So I've put two bets separate bets down. I know, as I said, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I've done it. I'll put two bets down, put 75 down, Pez. If it gets up, I'm sitting at about 210 bucks winning return. Jeez, that's a first. It is. And that's what I said. I told you it was a first, something different. And I wasn't sure if I'm allowed to do it, but I like the idea of being out. I think he's going to get the two goals. Last week he kicked four. The Mate, week before he kicked one, three. You, you want to bet your money. You Why bet not? your money on yeah. the podcast. And if, if that's the rules, I would... I'll be raking it in here. <laughs> You're putting a lot down. Oh, settle down there, Pez. All right, let's get into the uh, the next game, Pez. Your Saints yes, taking let's. on the Crows. We head to Adelaide Oval for this one, Pez. The uh, outsiders are the Crows, the home team, two ninety four, a dollar thirty nine. Our favourite, the Saints, minus sixteen and a half is the line. Under over one sixty two and a half, Pez. Saints make it back to back wins and uh, a real contender this year. Yeah, you go. Oh, I don't know about contender, but you want to do back-to-back wins against the Adelaide Crows. Here we've got Higgins who was injured, and Steele who's going to be out for eight weeks. The, the captain of the Saints, so that is a massive loss for St Kilda there. But I think they can uh, beat Adelaide over there. What I've done, which I haven't done in a while, because I've just been winning, winning, winning. Haven't needed to use it. I've used the alternate account source, and I've gone with Sportsbet. 
And uh, with the sneaky bet return, because I for some reason I forgot I had the alternate alternate account there, but I've gone three legs, same game multi. Cheeky. Oh. You, you thought my cheeky was the other one, but this is my real cheeky here, Sauce. Uh, St. Kilda minus 16 and a half. Let's cover that. If you've got Paddy Ryder and Rowan Marshall in the same team, Paddy Ryder, perfect 10 coaches votes last week. He was forward kicking goals. And when you're playing against a Geelong side. Yeah, Ruckman. If you have a... <laughs> Good Ruckman. Doesn't even need to be a good Ruckman, just a Ruckman. One of the best Ruckman in the competition in Paddy Ryder. I know he's an older older Ruckman, but he is one of the best. Uh, They will get the job done. So minus 16.5, over 162.5, because I don't rate Adelaide defensively. And when they go forward, they want to try and kick goals as well themselves, Adelaide. So that helps with the overs. And Max King for most goals at $2.80 by itself. $6.50 all up, which makes it cheeky. $25 on it. Uh, Go the Saints. Cheeky. Oh, done the same thing. You thought earlier was my cheeky. You knew that wasn't my cheeky. I always forget that we can use that as the cheeky, the $5. <laughs> I've gone uh, similar sort of thing, Pez. I agree with what you're saying. I believe that uh, the, the the Saints can really open uh, Adelaide up. They like to Adelaide like to run the ball. They like to try and um, attack very aggressively. St. Kilda were impressive last week on those bounce back, and especially the, the counter attack. And I think that this is where it's going to be Adelaide's undoing. I've got St. Kilda 40 plus, Pez. I think, this, I think St. Kilda can really do enough. Number. Adelaide have been extremely disappointing. You know, Crouch is playing in the twos pairs. They're, they're struggling. They're really no, struggling. No, Crouch is in the midfield. No, nah, he's, he's, he's no, no, not for the same oh, pairs. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. He's playing in the twos. And, you know, if you've got that quality playing in the twos and they're still getting beaten, they're, they're struggling. Uh, Max King, anytime goal scorer in the first quarter. Oh, oh. That's, that's, that's my toughest leg. Ooh. And then Max King to score three or week. more. Three or more goals, Max King, which he will. He'll he'll bounce back after last week and uh, bounce back. He went all right. I was talking about uh, last week when he was trailing the Coleman, and he'll bounce back (laughs) after being trailing the Coleman. Try to get up there. Just my ten dollar bonus bet piss from (laughs) my cheeky last week with odds of six twenty five. So cheeky as well, Pez. Let's get into the big spectacle of the week. And, you know, great game to watch, Pez. We watched it at your house, uh, what, three years ago when we were allowed out and about. Absolute marvel of a game. 123 favourites are the Richmond Tigers at the Dreamtime at the G. Essendon outsiders at $4.05, Pez. And the bookies here, I think that they're going on the, uh, the you know, the way the teams are performing. But they need, if the heart comes into it, these odds are bang off. Plus 27.5, Pez. Yeah, and the the agencies have no choice but to go with what, to. how the teams are performing. And twenty seven and a half, it's a it's a real it's enticing. Is is Richmond going to come out and and dominate like that? They've been shown to lapse in quarters against Hawthorne last week. They lapsed a little bit uh, at the start of the game, and then towards the end, Essendon have everything to play for. They've got their they've got their whole club to play for here. 100 and, 150 plus years of tradition. Uh, you have to represent that jumper this week and. I'm steering clear at the moment for that reason because uh, I don't know which side to to pick because I could go if if I'm liking Richmond I'll go yep Richmond are going to go Shea Bolton could come out and kick five source and it could be forty plus Richmond Essendon I don't know who's going to come out and kick them maybe Peter Wright can come out and, and and kick a few of them but Richmond have a good defense as well so if I had to pick one and I coin flipped it I'd pick Richmond 1 to 39 and nothing to do with the line because that line is perfect I think from from the betting agency so I'm steering clear but that's my my view yeah you're playing ability and you know prestige versus emotion and prestige you know like what are they fighting for there's a lot going on I'm not going to bet on a game where I'm in so much doubt with a line at 27 and a half pairs like you know think about it like we're talking about a game that's 50 not 50 50 but we're saying like what how are they going to respond and the line's 27.5. I'm steering clear. I may have a look at some of the... Uh, I'll probably just go Darcy Parish medal. You know, that's what he normally does. Wins a medal <laughs> in these games. Oh, in the games they lose? <laughs> yeah, so that could be a good little win there. But steer clear from both of us, Pez. And uh, just notice, Pez. I know it's late on a Friday night. Just got a little uh, a message from our, on our Twitter account. Yep. Chris Brooking, where's the pod? So I better stop talking rubbish and uh, so we can get the pod. Oh, Chris Brooking. And uh, they've, they've put in, and we, we don't want to speak about this on the pod, but you've already mentioned them. They actually put on our post the the points bet special, which was absolute free money source. Free money. Points bet are offering probably not many people, not no. us. No, because the moment you make me bet twice on it, done. A ten a ten dollar max bet of um, Melbourne to beat North Melbourne at three dollars. So three if, bucks. If you don't have points bet, download it. Get a free twenty bucks. Have the twenty bucks. Buy yourself a dinner. Get get menu log or Uber Eats, <laughs> whatever it is. 
and just it, it, enjoy your Friday night footy. Dinner for one if it's thirty bucks pairs on Uber Eats or Menu Log. Well, they win twenty bucks, so um, uh, yeah, yeah right. that's that's half half a half an Uber Eats. Half an Uber Eats. Wait right. for next week's promotion. Sp- well. Speaking of half Uber Eats, half uh, football teams, GWS taking on the West Coast Eagles. The West Coast Eagles are struggling in pairs. A uh, dollar ten favorites are the Giants. Six fifty outsiders minus thirty eight and a half over under one fifty one and a half pairs. First time coaches. Seven out of eight this year have had that happen. The only one that hasn't is uh, the old West Coast coach. So first time coach, can you get it done? Yeah, but that was West Coast. That was uh, Matthew <laughs> Knights. Uh, Matthew up Knights in, up in Brisbane, was it, when they uh, when they lost. But uh, the Giants, they're a dollar dollar eleven, and it's not because they've got a first time coach. It's because the West Coast <laughs> Eagles are really struggling with no matter how many players they have available and what's happening, but. Uh, for for those prices, uh, the only bet I would think about doing would be the West Coast Plus, and I'm steering really? clear at the moment. The West Coast Plus. I don't think GWS have have the guts or the, anything to be able to to be able to kick a high score and do that. You you've seen Jesse Hogan, you know, play very well. We've seen some of their midfielders play well in certain games and snippets, but nothing consistent and no players consistent at the same time. Leon Cameron leaving does that change it? I don't know, but that's uh, that's my lean, but I'm steering clear. Yeah, Pez, it's really interesting. I wish if we hadn't gone so long and we're, we're, we're close to that hour, I'd, I'd unpack this a little bit more because I want to know what they need to do in able to fix this. It might be something we revisit uh, next week when GWS do what GWS do and well, they probably, they probably drop this game. I'm intrigued in what you're saying. Well, I, 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 I want to know what they need to do. So let's, let's the, the last GWS, the last three games are pretty much, you know, they're pretty self-explanatory. So Brisbane and Fremantle win both those other games. Let, let's, let's get into this a little bit. What do they need to do? Let's say that um, let's say that um, Alistair Clarkson comes in tomorrow and he's able to do some trades. What does he do? Does he does he reposition some of those midfielders? You've got three or four A grade midfielders on those seven year deals. Does he you know redefine their positions? Does he ship someone out and get more pieces? Because for how much talent they've got, and everyone keeps saying this, how are they not more consistent? Don't even worry about successful. How are they not more consistent? I don't know the answer, but what would he do? What I would do if I would go in, I would put Stephen Canilio on the trade table and look at getting him out, whether it be draft picks, mm-hmm. whether it be mid, mid-tier mid uh, midfielders, and, and whatever it might be, and try and fill gaps because Tom Green is there as your premium midfielder. You've got Toby Green as your small forward. You've got Jesse Hogan as your, as your main forward. Kelly you, Whitfield. You've got a decent back line. Kelly Whitfield off the halfback. Kelly off the wing. He can come into the middle. So you've got pieces there. But I don't think Canelio, with his year as captain and everything that's happened, what about happened, Toronto? Uh, what do you do with him? Yeah, well, he's he's struggled under Leon Cameron playing forward as and playing in the middle. So you've got to choose his position and have a sit down with him and say, where are you going to play? Or you trade him to the Bombers. Trade him to the Bombers. Yep. What do you get back from him? Jai, Draft picks. Jai Colwell. <laughs> Dylan Shield. Hey, if there was any GWS <laughs> supporters in the world, that'd be, uh, that'd be too a great soon, job. But big. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. But I like the way that you've unpacked that, Pez. I'm steering clear in this one, Pez. Uh, same sort of thing. I don't trust that. Don't trust the GWS in this one at all. Hey, that was without notice as well. Not uh, bad. Uh, not bad. <laughs> Every now and then you know your shit there. Uh, so that's why I like to throw these curveball, Pez. Keep you on your toes, uh, especially Ooh, MLB. One, two, three, four, five beers deep in there, Pez. Oh, yeah. And we're just, uh, just, just getting, getting started. started. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we t- get on to the University of Tasmania Stadium, Pez, and I am not going to pot Tasmania. A good friend, Greg, who lives down there, he loves the place, and I'm sure it's and all right he, for does him. he not post the most beautiful photos of Tasmania? Looks great. Early in the morning. I wish I'd gone Absolutely. there. I wish I'd gone to those places. And I went down there because... Uh, Greg, we love your stuff. Get, get back to us. I was, uh, I was, distract- like I was distracted by North Melbourne's poor form, and maybe I was... Uh, my, my judgment was clouded on how terrible uh, Tasmania is. Anyway, let's get on to Hawthorne we'll Brisbane. Tag Greg, we'll tag Greg in that little Tag skill. Greg in that one there. Get him on the uh, <laughs> get him on the show there, Pez. Get him back. You know, the, the the team that needs to go down to Tasmania, Hawthorne taking on Brisbane, three twenty five outsiders. Hawthorne, of course. Brisbane, one thirty three favourites, plus nineteen and a half is the line, over one seventy and a half pairs. I know it's a Sunday game in Tassie. It doesn't really say much for betting. I'm steering clear. What are you doing? Hate it. It, Absolutely it's a terrible hate it. game for a bit, and there's a there's a few reasons I hate it. But because you know Brisbane are travelling all right, they are. and and teams that are travelling all right usually have to drop one. And Hawthorne have been they show that uh, they can stick around though, Pez. They, they just st- hang around, they stick around. They come here, they might kick three in a row, they might kick five in a row. They have good first quarters and 
down in Tasmania, you know, they beat Brisbane when Brisbane were up and about. They beat them twice in a row down twice there. Twice last year. In, uh, oh, last year or the year before? You know, last couple Gold years. Coast versus Sydney the other week where Gold Coast got up by 14 points. We steer clear to that. We're steering clear of this. Yeah, and it's got nothing to do with Hawthorne or Brisbane. It, it's the, the venue and there's a lot of factors that combine that make this game a steer Ooh, clear. If this is at the Gabba on a Saturday night. Different story. Brisbane 40 plus. If this is the MCG though, Piers, what do you do for this one? If the MCG? Because Brisbane play MCG not too bad. Oh, MCG, you're not going 40 plus, but you might go a line. Might go the 1 to 39 line probably there. You might go a line bet. What's the line? The line's the line's minus 19 and a half. So I don't even love that line for Tassie. Maybe a try bet minus 15 and a half. Oh, there we go. Oh, I love that. Love the knowledge and the expertise and, oh, and you know, the informity that are coming out, Pez. I love it. All right, so, so let's finish things off in one of our favourite stadiums, Pez, SBS Stadium, of course. The Fremantle Dockers taking on Collingwood. Fremantle surprising everyone. Sitting in the top four, they had a shock loss last week. Dollar twenty-five favourites taking on the Magpies. Whoever, uh, Pez, once again, they've brought out a banger of a Indigenous jersey. Have you seen it? I've, I've had a look at the jerseys. <laughs> it's a, an absolute banger, Pez. It looks exactly the same as every <laughs> other jersey they've had. It's got three little feathers on it, but otherwise it's the same. Uh, three three eighty-five outsiders. The the pies <laughs> minus twenty-three and a half is the line over under one forty-four and a half, Pez. Not much just talking this game, is there? Oh, not much at all here. Uh, as I said, teams are too low and Fremantle's too low at that price because Collingwood historically have, have travelled well and, and done that. And over there's no there. teams out either, Pez. It's, it's, it's yeah. a Friday afternoon. I'm steering clear. I just I'm steering the, clear as well. Hit the double hat trick. That's four in a row. Uh, <laughs> I'll quickly go through the multi and then I'm coming back to that Indigenous uh, jersey conversation. Yes, yes. Uh, my multi is with Tab, the three-plus leg special. I've gone Sydney. Uh, tonight to beat Carlton, which is the big, big leg in it. Big the player. Bulldogs to beat Gold Coast and St Kilda to beat Adelaide. Uh, All together, gives me three dollars thirty three. I couldn't really see that with the uh, the sponsor, the VBs. <laughs> what, uh, what, what you can't see them in your way or the, the blurriness of the could, screen? The blurriness of uh, the screen that I've got at the moment, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, Fifty so bucks max stake on. Just that. be mindful, listeners, that Pez has put all these bets down with a couple of beers, so he may not have his, his vision may be blinded. Oh, that's our, a good excuse for me next sponsors. week if I lose. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There, Pez, my four leg same game multis with tab one leg fails, money back in a bonus. Geelong, the doggies, Brisbane, and Frio. Pez, uh, as much as I said that I'm steering clear of the game, I think they still get it done, and I needed a fourth leg, so uh, <laughs> let's go with that. <laughs> so that's that's a little bit embarrassing, but. Uh, what's not embarrassing? The Indigenous jerseys for oh, Sir Douglas Nichols, Nichols Round. Uh, we've got, you know, the 18 jerseys here. They're ready to go. The Dreamtime jerseys at the front of the, of the picture. And just the question, what's your favourite one? Uh, Pez, can I say, this has progressed so well and they are bringing out some absolute bangers. I couldn't separate just one, Pez. I've got three. I love I love the Adelaide jersey, the yellow Adelaide jersey that the women wore last year, and the men are now um, dabbling. I love that. I love Brisbane's one because it's gone back to the roots of the Bears. It looks very similar to the old Brisbane Bears jerseys with the little. Uh, they've got the I think it's the boomerang there, but they used to have the uh, the triangle, the, the triangle, or the arrowhead, I guess it is, and Sydney's. Not because of the actual design. I mean, the design's fantastic. It's got the the red and the blue, and then the swan there. But I love what they've done, and they've put nineteen different little uh, blue dots on it, representing Presenting the 19 Indigenous players that have played for Sydney and talking about their heritage. I love it. Oh, and see, the biggest thing is not how the jerseys look. It's the representation. It's, it's the meaning behind it and everything that represents something. Uh, a couple of jerseys that I really like, the Richmond Tigers, I think I love how they've got the black predominant still and they've got the stripe and they've got everything within the stripe with the Dreamtime game uh, in there. I love Norse. Indigenous jersey. It's good. With with that kangaroo because... It's a much better kangaroo. They've come out with some ridiculous jerseys in, in previous weeks. Just their normal ones. The Indigenous ones have always yeah. been bang on. The Indigenous one is absolutely amazing. Like when you've got a kangaroo as a, oh, as a structure. Traditional Australian Aboriginal, Aboriginal bang, Can't you're done there. And uh, from my childhood, Nicky Winmar's on the St Kilda jersey. So how can I go past uh, oh, that as Homer. well? Homer. You absolute Homer. They've, yeah. <laughs> they've got the wide white strip. But they've got Nicky Wimmer with the with the jersey up pointing to his skin as well. And you have to mention uh, Melbourne Footy Club. Ooh. Oh, w- what's that? Well, that was your phone, Pez. That's I don't fine. even know what happened. What happened? Nah, but Nam, Jeez, Pez Nam way fo- too much. Nam Football Club, <laughs> Melbourne have, have changed to Nam Football Club. And that is that is the biggest thing anyone's ever done for Sir Douglas Nichols round. Everyone's got the Indigenous jerseys. They've changed their whole football club name to represent 
the, the traditional the traditional name of Melbourne, you know, the surrounding areas in Indigenous culture, and that's a huge representation. And Pez, it just shows you the progression that AFL has had. And whilst it still has struggles in some areas, this is around to celebrate, you know, the unique culture and some of the some of those unique players that come from those backgrounds. And they are electrifying. They are amazing, and they're a big part of our game. And I'm so glad that we can, you know we they're able to celebrate with us. And you know, I've got an Indigenous jersey from Geelong. I love it. I'll be watching the Dreamtime of the G game. And it's a spectacular round. Oh, absolutely amazing. And you can't get any better. Dreamtime at the G, Richmond versus Essendon. It's going to be a spectacle and the, the pregame and everything. We are about to head off and yes. watch a blockbuster, Carlton versus Sydney. Have a few more froffies. Uh, more froffies. The, the sponsor of VB, <laughs> Chris Brooking, shout out to you. The yes. the pod is here and it here is it comes. coming. So uh, hopefully you can listen to some of it before the game and then listen to more of it tomorrow morning. We'll release our bets for tonight on Twitter, Source, and then we'll get the full bet slip out. Uh, either later tonight or tomorrow morning. Who are you uh, kidding, Pez, later tonight? Look at you. You can barely see the screen. It is. You threw your phone on the floor. It's We're getting out tomorrow Getting morning. ready to go. Bet slips <laughs> there. Round 10. I'm Pez. Peace out. I'm still Sauce. We'll catch up next time. And as always, if you're having a punt, bet responsibly. Now, 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 now.